This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. A fallen Chicago firefighter will be buried today. Andrew Price died last Monday fighting a fire on the north side, where he fell from a four-story building. Price is the fourth firefighter to die this year in the line of duty. Dr. Carrie Steiner, a clinical psychologist who works with first responders, says losing a colleague can be crushing, let alone losing four in one year. It's not normal to have four of your co-workers die. It's um, very difficult to kind of normalize that, um, but they try to normalize it. And I think that um, what can be difficult is kind of recognizing when you maybe need a little bit more help. Steiner says the fire department should offer mandatory training on how to recognize and deal with trauma in the workplace. Jurors in the federal corruption trial of former Chicago alderman Ed Burke are expected to start getting an earful of wiretapped phone conversations this week. My colleague Mariah Wuffle is covering the trial. Jurors will hear some of roughly 10,000 recorded phone calls that FBI agents collected by wiretapping Burke's City Hall cell phone. Those include with Burke's assistant and other associates to build their case that Burke used his City Hall clout for private gain. Prosecutors will start today where they left off last week, on the accusation that Burke threatened to block a fee increase at the Field Museum because they didn't follow up with his goddaughter about an internship. At some point, attorneys are expected to play tape of an angry Burke ripping into a Field Museum employee over the matter. Burke's defense has said, quote, It's not a crime to be in a bad mood. Chicago is implementing 60-day time limits on shelter stays for migrants, in addition to reducing rental assistance. When asked if the restrictions will push people into homelessness, one of the mayor's top deputies, Christina Passione Zayas, says case management and migrants' resilience will help them reach self-sufficiency. I'm just suggesting that when you go this far to come to Chicago, I think there's something about in your constitution that you're going to figure out a way to be on this path for self-sufficiency and independence. The new restrictions follow in the footsteps of cities like New York and Denver. And they come as more than 2,000 migrants are still sleeping in police station lobbies and airports because of a lack of shelter space. The city says new state funding will allow them to help migrants pay for work permits and find housing faster. The holiday season has descended on downtown Chicago. The Chris Kindle Market is in full swing, and so is Millennium Park's ice skating rink. And over the weekend, a crowd packed Michigan Avenue to see the lights flip on, on Chicago's 110th annual Christmas tree. Some onlookers had design tips, like Morgan Prather and Hikaru Carroll. I mean, it's gold, really gold, really gold. Not a lot of red, but really gold. It's very bright, it's shiny. The star at the top is really nice. But it's still kind of bland. It needs some ornaments, some garland, some popcorn. It needs needs the whole nine. The weekend's holiday events also included the annual Lights Festival and a parade down Michigan Avenue. Some quick things you should know today. 
Service on the CTA's yellow line is still suspended this morning, following last Thursday's crash with a snowplow on the tracks. Federal officials say the train should have had a longer braking distance. Jennifer Hammondy, the chair of the National Transportation Safety Board, said the train's stopping distance should have been about 1,000 feet longer. At least 38 people were injured during the collision. Teenagers from across the nation gathered in downtown Chicago this weekend to brainstorm a gun violence prevention campaign. The conference was organized by the nonprofit Project Unloaded, which is geared toward getting guns out of the hands of teenagers. The gun violence prevention campaign will be rolling out in Chicago in the coming months. Today's weather, it will reach the high 40s with expected rain in the evening and a low in the high 40s. Tomorrow, it should rain throughout the day. And later today, it's Transgender Day of Remembrance, and artist Sean Fader is thinking about LGBTQ people who have been killed because of their identities. He's telling some of their stories through his Insufficient Memory Project. How do we use this information to change people's hearts and minds, to change laws, to make sure that people are protected, to make sure these things don't happen again? My Rundown co-host Aaron Allen talks to Sean Fader later today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.